Welcome to my podcast. I'm the Laughing Philosopher. Life is complicated. You are complicated. Everything seems to have been figured out, except how to live a happy life guided by wisdom and reason. What does it mean to be a good person? What is love? Who am I before I was told who I am? Why haven't I found myself yet? Why do I have regrets? Is this a just world? Almost from the moment of birth, we've been told how to behave, how to fit in, and how to fulfill other people's expectations. We grow to fear that we will lack importance or cease to exist in the lives of others if we think for ourselves and question the rules and roles that we've been told define us. Only when wisdom and reason removes this illusion can we live authentically in the world around us and become our real selves. Episode 21 What is truth? And Jesus answered Pilate, In fact, the reason I was born and came into the world is to testify to the truth. Everyone on the side of truth listens to me. And Pilate replied, What is truth? Nature has concealed truth from us. The things we see and hear are made out of things which do not appear to us. Things inside a telescope, under a microscope, and beyond your physical body and your conscious mind. From the biggest things to the smallest, from the whole universe to the atom, from the nearest things to the most distant, from my own body to the most unreachable star, from the knowable to the unknowable, from my own consciousness to your consciousness. Truth has been put behind bars, and nature is a most capable jailer. So we live by constant deception. The line between ignorance and dishonesty, between empty-headedness and deceit, is hardest to find in one who is both a fool and a liar. Nietzsche said, Perhaps no one has yet been truthful enough about what truthfulness is. Every new idea has entered the world through one person's mind. So, once upon a time, someone invented the concept of truth. Objective, absolute, neither time-bound nor place-bound, eternal truth. And once people agreed that such a thing is real and must be present in the world, they began looking for truth. And where people look for something, they usually find it, even if it's not there. 
Where did people look for truth? Well, they looked for it in the first place they could think of looking. They looked for truth in their own mind. Once upon a time, the people of a certain kingdom possessed the power to make up their own dreams. They could decide what they wanted to dream about according to their wishes and desires. So, the king's slave decided to have the same dream every night for 12 hours, a dream in which he was king. During the day for the other 12 hours, the slave was a slave. The king himself decided to dream every night for 12 hours that he was a slave. Well, it turns out that the slave was just as happy with his life as the king. And the king was just as happy with his life as the slave. That's because we are just as emotionally engaged and intellectually fulfilled by our dreams and illusions as we are by the real people and real things we see and interact with in our everyday life. And we are just as happy, entranced, and troubled by them. Life, what is it but a dream? said Lewis Carroll. Wittgenstein said, nothing is so difficult as not deceiving oneself. People believe that what they believe must be true or it wouldn't be in their head. People believe that their convictions must be true or how else did they become convinced of them? People believe that other people's truths are only metaphors for their own beliefs, that their beliefs are the only correct way of thinking and that other beliefs are not just different, but wrong. Look for truth in your own mind, and you will find only vanity and illusion. We live by self-deception. Nietzsche said, Our truths are illusions, which we have forgotten are illusions. Why is it harder to accept the truth from strangers if your friends are telling you the lies you want to believe? Truth may be what people think. Truth may be what people know. Truth may be what people believe. Truth may be what people are justifiably persuaded of. However, if truth is what people think, then one could just ask for it. But the truth seems to be a lot more difficult to find than that. If we consider what is true to be synonymous with our beliefs and convictions, then to be true is to be perceived true, and nothing can be true outside of human consciousness and truth dies with us. Nietzsche said, 
convictions are more dangerous foes of truth than lies. Andrew Marvell, the poet, wrote, At my back I always hear Time's winged chariot hurrying near, And yonder all before us lie Deserts of vast eternity. We equate what is real with what is true. So let's reason out the possibilities. What then is real? Perhaps you would agree that what is real is what appears to your senses. However, this would exclude the number eight the economic depression of 1929, and electrons, which are things that we cannot taste, hear, see, touch, or smell. Yet most people think that they are real. On the other hand, dreams and hallucinations, like unicorns and a child's imaginary friends, are both seen and heard. Perhaps, then, you would agree that what is real is what appears to most people most of the time. However, as soon as we have enough people engaging in a false or irrational belief, such as mass hysteria, whatever a group of persons believe in, however inexplicable, or imaginary or foolish would have to be considered real. Nietzsche said, Madness is something rare in individuals, but in groups it is the rule. Perhaps, instead, you would agree that a real thing is one which, even if no one believes it, is still true. Everyone may stop believing in it, but it doesn't go away. This would exclude a child's imaginary friend and the blessing of unicorns you dreamed of last night. However, what if everyone stopped believing in the stock market or professional football? What if they stopped buying and selling shares what if everyone stopped playing, watching, and attending football games? These things created by human minds would just go out of existence, like an imaginary friend that disappears once a child has forgotten about it. As a social group, we make up things all the time, and we also stop believing in them all the time. And then they just go away. Perhaps, finally, you would agree that what is real is what doesn't go away because it is untouched by human minds. A real thing is what is left over in a world where all human desires and all human wishes have been taken away, and there are no people 
and no conscious minds. What would our world be like without human consciousness? The economy, language, and war would not be real things, but the moon would still orbit the earth, and the earth would still go around the sun. What you are hearing in this podcast would not be a discourse, but only sounds suspended in air. However, in a world from which all human beings have been removed, the world of real things would be quite a small place. So what is true? Is what is true what appears to us as individuals? Is what is true what appears to many people? Is what is true what we don't dream or make up? Is what is true what is left over after we go away? No, 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 and no. We are born to believe. We must believe in something. We must believe in something real and something true. If you can't believe in the gods, then believe in people. If you can't believe in people, then believe in yourself. If you can't believe in yourself, then believe in your own reason and wisdom and experience. And you will find the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth. From Little Gidding in Four Quartets, T.S. Eliot put it this way, We shall not cease from exploration, and the end of all our exploring will be to arrive where we started and know the place for the first time. Hi, I'm Dr. Robert Corey, the Laughing Philosopher. Thanks for listening to my podcast. I've devoted my professional life to the intersection of sociology and philosophy, where the contemporary problems of life meet the ideas and convictions of the greatest human minds. Join me by subscribing to the Laughing Philosopher as we use reason and wisdom to explore big answers to the most important of all big questions, how to live.